Well, well, well. It's Still Sober with John Rabin, episode 227. We're here. And this sounds weird because I'm recording this on my phone. I've got a nice uh, new microphone sitting next to me that I can't connect. Because I got a new laptop. And it's not recognizing my microphone, which is um, kind of a pain in the ass. But I'm going to make it work and deal with this later. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, technology. I've got a new phone. Uh, this phone seems to be working. I've already tested this once, so I know you can hear me. So we're going to just go with this. I hope you're doing well. If you're a sober person, I hope you're staying sober. If you're not a sober person, I hope you're staying sane. Uh, like I said, I'll, I'll do the new format for the, uh, the, <laughs> uh, the episode uh, number format. Um, I wanted to get to 227 because uh, I'm a Gen Xer and I remember the sitcom 227. So that number... That's all that that number is special to me is because of uh, vague memory, of nostal- vague nostalgia. Um, I wanted to get all the way to episode 227. And then starting next week, every episode will be marked by my sobriety date. Because if we're going to go with arbitrary numbers, we might as well go with an arbitrary number that coordinates to my sobriety time since this is a sober podcast Technically, you may ask yourself, is it? I don't know what this is. This is just whatever this is. This is me doing this once a week, regardless of whether I can get my microphone or my laptop to work. I'm just pulling this off. I'm just doing this. You're lucky I have anything to talk about. No, I'm lucky I have anything to talk about. The thing I'm going to talk about today and we'll see how long it goes. Who knows? It's going to be about something that uh, uh, a friend of mine asked me. A friend of mine. a uh, Somebody I work with on occasion. Kind of a contractor temp person. But, uh, a guy, you know, friendly. I, the loose term of friends. Loosely friends. I'd say. All right. Thank you for your patience. We're back. Although I guess that was uh, the continuity for you is fine. Um, I uh, apologize for the trouble this week. Clearly the microphone on my uh, phone, even though it's a fancy Motorola, is not the same as a, uh, uh, a FAW professional microphone that I typically use. So... But bear with me, here we are. All right. So, uh, the guy that I work with on occasion had a question because he's about to deal with probation. DUI probation. And he was worried. Actually, the first question he asked was, Does mushroom do mushrooms show up on a drug test? And there was a lot... And just in general, like, what can and can't he do? 
And I realized that a lot of people don't have the experience that I do with probation, with being arrested, etc. This is not bragging. I am not bragging about this. Clearly, I am not bragging. This is just a matter of fact. And the fact of the matter is, I was on probation for two years. I did two, I had two DWIs in two months. And then I settled them both at the same time. Got the two DWIs on my record. And then two years probation. I did the two years probation. After that, I was arrested a few times for PI. Um, that doesn't have anything to do with probation. Just a matter of fact, been arrested several times. I got my third DWI, which is a felony in Texas. Um, and with that, with that felony, I got what well, on probation, which what was called five and five, which is that you have five years probation. And if you violate that probation, you'll go to jail for five years. During those five years is when I was a heroin addict. I actually started doing heroin and then became a, an addict. Became a nice heroin junkie for a few years. While, and I did all of this while on probation. Once again, I'm not bragging. I may be bragging a little bit because it's it's uh, difficult, but it really isn't that difficult because the idea of the probation was is that I was had a problem with alcohol, so they didn't drug test me very often. I still prepared for the drug test, but they don't. If you're not. Uh, if you're not a problematic person, they're not going to drug test you very often. In fact, I was probably drug tested maybe once, maybe twice. You know, definitely once, but I think a couple of years I was tested twice in a year. But three of those years I was only tested once. Drug tested one time in a year. Monthly, you know, they, they had me blow into a breathalyzer every month. You know, alcohol lick, alcohol, alcohol lick. That was me. So they definitely tested me for booze, but they didn't drug test me. Mainly because I kept a low profile and I paid them on time or early every month. And I mention this because there's going to be uh, there's there's a really good chance that. Somebody who listens to this, based on the, I'll title this about probation, and, and that it'll include like probation or and uh, and jail on there. Um, because I want to alleviate somebody's, you know, your, the fear that you may have about it. Now there are some people. I re I remember that there were some people who, uh, like in AA, when I had to go to when I was required to go to AA meetings, there were. There was when I was required to go to AA meetings. There were some people. There was an occasional person who got sober and started twelve step because they got arrested. 
and that always was weird to me because it was like one arrest, like one pub public intoxication. There was one, there was one girl who was arrested for public intoxication after partying, and that that was all it took. Like spending the one night, not even in a jail cell, but being arrested was the fear of it or the, the nightmare of it for her, I guess, coming from her. It was the worst time uh, moment of her life because everybody, you know, the worst thing that's happened to you is the worst thing that's happened to you kind of a thing. So though that was the absolute worst thing that ever happened to her. And she goes, and I straightened my life out there. And I'm like, a public intoxication arrest? That's like a parking ticket. It's like a parking ticket where you have to go sit on a bench for like four to six hours. But that's really all it is. They just kind of sit there. They don't even waste, at least in Travis County in Austin, they don't even waste a jail cell with you for, for a public intoxication. They just kind of herd you and put you in. If you're not causing a ruckus, you go sit on a bench and you watch whatever bullshit cycled news that they've got blaring at the TV and you're just looking at that and you know maybe you get something to eat maybe you don't maybe you just sit there and you sit there till about 6 or 7 a.m. they process you and then they let you go and then you get home and if you're lucky you get to call in sick if you're not lucky and your boss isn't cool, then somehow you have to make it through your workday. Um, I can tell you this. The third... It's my third? It's either my third or my fourth public intoxication rest. I went to work. It was that... I normalized it that much that I went to work. I'm like, well, I'll just be sleepy at work. Whatever. I can pull this, this off. It's just fucking... You know, it's just cubicle computer shit. It's really nothing. And I, I pulled it off. That's a... Uh, it's not... Uh, it's not... If for some reason you do get arrested... Um, if, no, if you have a fear of getting arrested, let me just let you know that it's really no big deal. It's not the end of the world. All right, your life's not over. It's not really going to be. It's not really going to be uh, dramatically affected unless you fuck up multiple times and do what I did, which is you know then become a fel a convicted felon. Then your life's really like ah oh, shit kind of a thing. Um, and I'm not saying this so that you can continue to, uh, you know, prog progress into a uh, self-destructive behavior. Be like, eh, if I get arrested, I get arrested. It's not great, but any fear that you might have of, of, of being arrested, it, it's going to be fine. Now, if you have, uh, mainly though, people interested... Uh, interested in knowing the, the, they're probably more interested not so much in it's like what's jail like it's really nothing it's really it's it's really interesting how um, the first time I, I was arrested versus the last time I was arrested because I remember the first time uh, I was arrested I had no idea any of the process I didn't know 
you know, why we were, you know, standing in a line, where were we supposed to go? Um, I didn't understand that they were going to, um, that they don't provide contact lens solution for your contact lenses to dry out. They don't, um, they take your phone or they take your stuff so you can't call anybody. And, uh, and also you've gotten to the point where you don't remember anybody's phone number because it's saved in your phone. But they take your phone. It's not like you take your phone into the jail cell. And, uh, and just not knowing what was going to happen, you're like, oh my God, you know, I'm going to be in here and I don't know how long I'm going to be in here. Your first arrest, they tend to have give you a personal bond. So you don't have to like post any kind of bail or anything. You tend to get out the next day. Um, but it was like I was I was really kind of worried as to what was going to happen, and you know, I just remember sitting there thinking, I can't, you know, didn't know what was going to happen. And versus the last time I I was arrested, where I was just kind of sitting there going like shrugging almost and like like the la my last pi arrest i just i was i remember i was i got in a jail cell and I, I was sharing a cell next to a guy who also got arrested for pi but he, it was his first arrest ever and he and i saw him freaking out like i freaked out the first time i got arrested and i immediately went and started taking a nap and before i fell asleep i just kind of said over to him I'm like you'll be out in three hours and he was for me it was going to be a little bit longer I just knew it I had more of a record I knew it was going to they were going to keep me in there longer but uh, but I knew he was going to be out pretty quick and told him that it wouldn't be a, that, that really you know yeah you're arrested but this doesn't ruin your life it's a public intoxication arrest once again it's like a parking ticket. It's slightly more than a parking ticket, but not much more. It really isn't anything. As long as you don't get multiple ones in a short time frame, um, the, the police department of your city or town just wants your money and they're fine with that. Um, but once you're on probation, once you're about to go, if if you're about to go on probation, and I, it's going to vary from county to county. But here's what you need to know. It's very simple. You're going to meet with them once a month. You're going to just yes sir, no sir, yes ma'am, no ma'am. Give them the right things they want to hear. Do not be honest with your probation officer. They don't want honesty. They want your money. You pay them every month. You be late on everything else, but you pay probation early or on time. As long as you pay them and as long as you lie about everything, Unless you're, you know, straight and narrow, then you don't have to lie. But what I mean is that they don't want the truth, because the truth means that they have to, um, that they have to do extra paperwork. 
and you're just another file that they have and they're all overworked they all have way too many people that they're dealing with so they want the least amount of headaches possible with you they want your money they want you to be compliant they want you to go to all whatever kind of community service get that done early get everything done classes if you have to do classes whatever you're you've been um, whatever you've been assigned whatever is part of your sentence that you need to do do it as soon as possible because what will happen is you have to meet with them once a month and every you know and you'll know when it is and unless you're um, a repeat drug offender they're not going to call you sporadically in for a drug test uh, it costs too much money they're gonna see you once a month be prepared to take a drug test every month but just know that they're not going to they'll probably test you once a year or once every six months unless you're kind of shady then they'll probably throw it in every two to three months anything that causes any you know shave shower before you go to your probation off uh, meeting dress up all right don't look like a thug don't look like a junkie go like you're dress like you're going to a job interview maybe not tie maybe not a suit don't be nuts but you know just look presentable and just realize that it's just going to be one of those things where you go through the motions it's a bureaucracy they're just a you're just an appointment these people do not give a shit about you um, they just want your money and they want to never see you again that's really that's all they want they want to never see you they care nothing about you these aren't like counselors. These aren't people who are like, I'm trying to get this person's life turned around. No, 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 no. They don't, you know. This might be the uh, thought process of somebody on their first year, if you're catching them in the first couple of months. Hopefully your probation officer isn't brand new and you're like the first person and they're all up in your bullshit. Hopefully it's somebody who's been beaten into the system and is all like, well, this is my life now. I hope this person doesn't give me any fucking trouble. And then you go. And that's all it is. If it's a if it's an alcohol related arrest, they will probably breathalyze you every every appointment. And this shouldn't be a problem because you shouldn't be at all tipsy at 8 or 9 in the morning when your appointment is. That's a whole other issue right there. I'm, I'm going with the idea that you made a mistake and now you're just kind of worried about what probation uh, it has in store for you. Also, to answer the question that my uh, coworker had asked, does mushrooms show up on a drug test? Probably not. I don't think that that's, a, that's, that's not a big concern that's, they don't use those expensive tests that test every single thing. But also, you have a probation meeting. There's no way in hell you need to be doing mushrooms within the three days. Do not do it the weekend before your probation meeting. Have a little sense. Don't do any drugs. Within, I would give it a week. 
it's supposed to be uh, most drugs are out of your system in 72 hours, but I wouldn't, you know. I mean, I, I wouldn't at all. Yeah, don't do any drugs. Give yourself a week. Jesus. Probation is serious. It's easy. It's easy, but you need to take it seriously because what happens is, is if you fuck it up. If, for example, you do get drug tested and you smoke weed, weed's a killer. I know it's not fair that of all the drugs, weed stays in your system the longest, but understand that the probation system isn't as cool about weed as society is. It, you will violate your probation. And what they'll do, especially, you know, I, at least in Texas, at least in Travis County, what they do is if you violate probation, that's when you get put on what's called colors. That's where everybody gets assigned a color. And depending on um, your level, if you violate probation because of weed, they'll probably put you on a color uh, where they test you a lot. You'll get assigned a color, something like red or green. Um, and then after a while, as it calmed down, you'll get a, a, a one that doesn't get called up as much, something like blue. But uh, what, what it means is you have a color assignment. And every day, you have to call the number. You have to call this recording, this phone number, and the phone number tells you if there, if your color gets called. And if your color gets called that morning, that means you have to go in at some point that day and get drug tested. Every day, you have to call. And I guarantee you, once or twice a week, you will have to go up and get drug tested. Not to mention all the other things they will assign to you, like outpatient program, um, different kinds of meetings or whatever else you have to do for violating probation in order to remain on probation. You'll have to do all these other, all these other hoops. Maybe you'll have to carry around a breathalyzer or have like an anklet that, that tests for alcohol in your system or put a breathalyzer on your car. All of these things can happen all because you decided to smoke weed and you didn't give yourself enough time for it to come out of your system. Um, it's not worth it. So probation is easy as long as you don't fuck up your drug test, as long as you pay them. That's, that's all you got to do is just don't put stuff off that you need to do. Don't put off the money. This is not like an electric bill. This is not, you know, some classes that you can blow off and then make a C in. You get the stuff taken care of so that you can get back to doing whatever it is you want to do without having the government, the local government controlling you because that's what they'll do. But once, but let me just just to, just to reiterate, they don't care. As long as you don't get somebody green who thinks they're going to change the world, whoever you have is probably going to be burnt out 
and does not care about you. Um, they might be mean. They might be nice. I had several, most of my probation officers were nice. I had one that was kind of cold and awful. Um, but even she wasn't a problem. She wasn't a problem until I screwed it up. Then she was a problem. <laughs> but, you know, I kind of deserved it. And kind of, I totally deserved it. But that's all you got to do is just, you know. And once again, just like anything else, you don't, you know, the two things that... I'm I I love honesty. I love people who are genuine and who don't want to lie to your face. But there's two organizations. There's or there's two people that you absolutely you always lie to and that is an HR representative for your job and a probation officer. They're actually the same kind of person. They're actually the same person in a way. They don't want to, you know, they don't want to hear the truth and you don't want to give them the truth. They want to hear, you tell them what they want to hear and it makes it easier for everybody. It's just this thing that everybody agrees this is the way it goes. All right, so if you've got probation coming, know that it's going to suck, but it's not hard. You just have to, don't take it, you'll, you'll, the hard part is when you realize how easy it is and how normalized you made it. And after about three or four months, you're like, this is some bullshit. I don't, I don't need to take this seriously. Don't let your guard down. You probably will get one year probation. If you've kind of screwed up, it'll be two years probation. But it's in the, in the grand scheme of things. In the big picture, one year or two years probation is nothing. And in fact, if you're good enough, if you're nice and you're paid up, at some point, they will put you on probation where you only come in once every three months. And they're like, this guy's, this guy's good. We're good. And then they just put in a thing where you like mail in something or something like that it's 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 real easy once you once you've you know taken care of all your stuff and you're not a problem that's how much they don't want to see you they'll be like come in every 90 days <laughs> we'll see you in three months that's the place you want to get to so just be nice Tell them what they want to hear. Do everything you're supposed to do. Jump through the hoops. Smile and nod. And go the fuck home. It's going to be fine. It's just probation. All right? That's all I had for you guys this week. Appreciate it. Still SilverPod at gmail.com. And I will get the microphone shit done. Um, I'll take care of that definitely next time. So um, we'll see you next week. Later. Bad boy that pierces skin. Come back down to earth again. Cold is creep the deep inside. Disconnect the telephone line.